it's time to get away from it all. Doesn't matter if you say you or y'all. Let's all get out there and have some fun. Bluff City Outdoor Show is for everyone. Welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Indeed, welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show here on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. I am Tony Colombo. Producer Leah is here, and so is my co-host, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, Illinois, Mark McMurray. How are you? Hey, pretty good, Tony. It's good to see you again. It's great to see you again. And we saw each other a bonus time this week at the station's birthday party. Yeah, that was fun. My wife really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it, it was just good to get out for a while for us. Uh, we don't get out a lot, so it was uh, it was a good time. It was great to see you. There was a lot of News Talk STL advertisers and um, you know friends and family and tons of listeners and just like it was the turnout was incredible for a Tuesday night for so many people to want to come out and have a good time stay out a little bit late on a school night was pretty awesome yeah it, it was I mean we we ended, you know I have to get up at five so uh, you know we had to turn it a little bit earlier but but it, it was a, it was very it. entertaining and uh you know the bands were great it was just it was just a lot of fun uh, so the, got some talented people in, in that band thank you very much so the guy who does our theme song that you just heard that's my good friend Perry Woods and you know he he made that song for us a few weeks ago and we're using it now as the theme here because it's awesome he is my he's not my he's the guitar player in my band he's does a lot of other things too he is the guitar player in my band local musician has been you know doing this for decades and he was a rock star on tuesday night as he always is yeah yeah he's he's quite the uh he's got a very good uh stage presence you know just, yeah just and you know a little flamboyant but i mean he he deserves it yeah I mean, he's, he's a, very very talented yes yes it's my understanding i didn't see it but he, did he do the behind the back thing yep yep yeah. he did he's yep. <laughs> it, it was cool yeah it, it is cool, cool. It, it is cool and katie fitzpatrick yeah, she can sing. Oh my goodness! I mean, I'm gonna have to call you out, Tony. You told me you were the least talented in the band, and I, I have to agree. Yes, <laughs> I would. I told you, and I. That is why I. Uh, I go up and I say a couple things, and then I sing a song, and then I disappear. <laughs> I let the. I let the pros take over. But yeah, Perry and Katie and Alonzo Jameson, our drummer, and Tilton Yokely, our bass player, are just absolutely incredible. And it was such a fun night, such a great night to see you know everybody out there. And you guys coming from Alton, like you said, I know you get up very early for, to be out on a school night like that. It was so cool to see you and Felicia out there. Yeah, she she had a good time. She was she. You know, she was looking forward to going. That's awesome. That is so cool. That is so, so cool. So we are in the middle of summer here in St. Louis. The heat is back, but um, I don't know that it's really slowing things down on the water. What are you guys hearing out of Bluff City this week? What's the latest reports from guys that are uh, getting out about? Yeah, so a lot of, so during the day, it's definitely people, less people getting out during the day. Uh, There's a lot of night fishing going on. Mm -hmm. that's just the way to deal with it. The, the fish seem to bite better at night. Uh, and uh, when I talked to one of my guys down there at Randy, he said it's, you know, during the day it's just been like a ghost town down there, which is really surprising because the crappie's still on fire down there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, people are going at night. And they'll do that until we get 
you know, get back into the, you know, low 90s is fine. It's just when you're starting to press that triple-digit mark, people just get uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, the heat and humidity, mm-hmm. you know, it just, mm-hmm. you know, go at night. Yeah, relax, absolutely. You know. Absolutely, because they're biting at night just as much as they're biting during the day. Uh, one of the things that we talk about when we talk about uh, the store, Bluff City Outdoors, is how you can uh, get hooked up with a – a fishing guide, a catfish guide to take you out on the Mississippi River um, and take you fishing if that's something you want to learn how to do or just go out and enjoy a great day. Can you – do those guys work at night too? Or is that something that is that something that's a daytime thing? It, it's it seems pretty, like – Pretty much daytime. I was going to say, I have night fished many times, but like I've said on the show, I have very little experience fishing on a big river like the Missouri River or the Mississippi River. I'm usually a pond or a lake guy or like a smaller river like uh, Jack's Fork or Merrimack or something like that. Um, I would imagine there's more complications on a big river like that. In the yeah, dark. it's it's you know can they see you? you yeah, know, can the barge barges see you? And right. Stuff. So I, right. I think that's why they typically do in the day just the visibility, the safety. Yeah. Uh, not that it's if you're careful, you know it's going to be fine at night. There's not as much boat traffic yeah. out there. It's so if you're not if you're not see you. right if you're not used to it if it's not something that you have experience and you know what you're doing out there at night probably not probably not the thing to do but the pros the ones who do know what they're doing and have the experience and know how to be safe and all that I would imagine they are taking advantage of it right now yeah, at night the, the fishing's actually better yeah. especially if you're out there catfishing I mean they just they seem to, you know, they seem to be sensitive to that that heat and that sunlight, and they, you know, start coming out when the sun starts going down and yeah. start feeding, and uh, that's when they get on the move. And so, a lot of times in July and August is the bigger fish are caught at night. Right, right, man. That's yeah. I I, I bet it's just like a feeding frenzy out there at late at night right now. It's yeah, just that, was, that time of year. When I was doing those local tournaments a few years ago, the big catches were when we had the night tournaments in July and August. Yeah. That's when the, the biggest stringers come in. Yep. You know. uh, speaking of tournaments, our guest today, who we'll talk to in just a few minutes, is Alex and Aggie, and he is the main host and MC of... Yeah, he's our tournament director. Yeah, the yep. tournament director. For the Alton Catfish Classic. Yep, of the Alton Catfish Classic, which of course is sponsored by and Founded by Mark Murray and uh, Bluff City Outdoors in Alton. Um, so it's going to be exciting to talk to him. Uh, what is is there? It, I guess we should maybe just give people a little bit of a, uh, an update on the tournament because we have new listeners every week. And even if they can't participate because it's already sold out because it sells out in like five minutes every year, uh, it's become that big of a deal. Uh, before we talk to Alex, uh, uh, remind folks about the tournament and how they can still come out and, you know, check it out and be a part of it this year. And also an update on what's happening at Bluff City Outdoors. Yeah, so the uh, the tournament, uh, the Alton Catfish Classic, it's held uh, September 10th this year. Uh, it's the Saturday after Labor Day. Uh, it's combined with the Alton Expo down there at Riverfront Park. Uh, that Alton Expo starts on Wednesday, runs through Sunday. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on for to make just instead of just coming out and watching a weigh-in you know there's rides for the kids food and beer tents and stuff so it's just a really good uh day to come out there uh the weigh-ins usually start around 1 one thirties when the first boats start showing up to weigh their fish now last year we had somebody catch a really big one uh and they waited early uh and uh and then went back out and fished for more mm. uh, you know just to be protect sure. the fish because it was fairly hot so sure 
so they just checked in the one, and they had, just checked in the one and go and get out. two more if they, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So, just show up Riverfront Park. The weigh-ins at the amphitheater, uh, which is a just a great spot to do a weigh-in. It, it really looks super professional and almost looks like a Bassmasters yeah, it does. Know, type of setup. It absolutely does, and uh, it's just so yeah. Keep it on the and I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it, but it's the the year that we've been having. The reports that we've been getting in from people across the area and literally across the country, really, um, about, you know, the, the success that people are having this year. I think that this is going to be the year that there's a 100-pound catfish caught. In yeah, the, in there's the been quite a few caught in the area this year mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And I think at this tournament in general, it's really the only tournament out there that's got the the potential for to have the three mm-hmm. fish limit go over two hundred because it's it's been done once in a tournament in this area. It's been gotten to uh, Danny South and got about fifteen years ago in a twisted cats tournament. Yeah, uh, weighed in three fish one ninety seven. So you just don't hear about that. Last year we had nine boats, three fish that weighed over a hundred pounds. You know? Yeah. So it was, and I know that, and I know that at least two times that I can remember, there's been ninety plus pounds yeah, yeah. in the in the tournament. Yes, ninety plus. So. Yeah. So, so we're knocking close. on the door, and I and my prediction is this year is uh is when that that threshold is crossed. So yeah, definitely mark your calendars for September 10th uh, for the Alton Catfish Classic. And of course, we'll be talking about it here on the show as we get closer and closer uh, to give you those details and hopefully uh, get a chance to visit with you out there at the awesome tournament. And speaking of awesome, every week when we talk, we're a little bit closer to the new expansion out at Bluff City Outdoors. So what's the latest there? So so we made Pretty good progress this week. So the archery range is actually set up now. We've got the big strips of conveyor belt to to put against the back wall. We got those hung this week. We got the target wall set up. So it's basically just about complete. We got a big sign we're going to put up over to cover the conveyor belts, but we're not there yet. And then the bathrooms are being completed. I think the we should be at a point where the plumber's going to come in and hang the fixtures next Monday. Nice. The electricians finish up, I think, Tuesday. So we're we're at the very tail end uh, of, of being there. Right, so. right. Is there just like every day, like just people everywhere? Is it like just- yeah? So when they when the when the when the crews show up because uh-huh. we get really it's you know every different crews doing different work. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just you know this this group's working on this, this group's working on this, and it's just trying to time it you know because they're they're doing other jobs too, so they. Say hey, we'll come in there and do the finish the bathrooms on you know uh, they're working Thursday and Friday uh, this past week's when they did it, and uh, so then the, once they finish, then the plumber comes in and finishes the receptacles, and it's just we're, we're at the very very end. Uh, we went through massive, got it ready to do the final cleaning and stuff. So uh, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm still hoping that within a week or two we're gonna have people start coming in there and shooting some. <laughs> Shooting some rounds. Oh uh, my goodness, that is so that is so cool to hear that we are getting that close. And so, for people that uh, have maybe never had a chance to come out to Bluff City Outdoors, as people that live in the Alton area and you know, and even close to the Alton area, know that Bluff City Outdoors for decades has been the place to go, one stop shopping for all your fishing needs: gear, you know, lures, bait, fresh bait, or uh, frozen bait. Live bait, whatever, hooking up with the guys uh, with fishing uh, tours on the Mississippi River. But uh, now, with this expansion, you'll be able to service basically the entire outdoor industry and have that that archery range for tournaments yep. and just 
And I, I think the fun. real beauty of, the, of of our shop going into archery range is most archery shops have horrible hours for the most part. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they don't open until 2 in the afternoon, maybe close mm-hmm. at 7. So your window for people to come out if they just want to shoot is pretty narrow, whereas we're going to be opening at 8 every morning and uh, 7 on the weekends. So there'll be more opportunity for people to, to fit some, you know, sh- shooting into their schedule. Yeah. Have you already had some of the regular customers kind of oh, yeah. trying yeah. to stick their head in there and like, oh, hey, can I go? Can I, what, what yeah, can I, yep. can I reserve this? Can I do like, is there people already like trying to, to trying to beat the rush? People are, people are, <laughs> are they're, they're anxious. We've had people show up, you know, with their bow cases in hand. Oh, wow. And say, hey, oh, we thought it was open. So, <laughs> so no, give us a little bit more time. So that's great though. Uh, that's got to feel good to know. I mean, it, it does. It does. It's going to be, it's going to be a destination in the area because. There's not really anything like what you're building anywhere that I can think of anywhere no, there, close there in really the isn't. Illinois or Missouri side of the river. You know, we got, you know, like I said, the hours, there's really aren't any shooting ranges on the Missouri side mm-hmm. to, to mount. And you got to go all the way, I think, out to uh, Labadine to find a decent range. Uh, yeah. And then again, you know, you get the hours problems where yeah. we're going to have good hours, uh, lots of opportunity, you know, they can come in and book the techno hunt. So we're going to start booking those time slots because I got some people that said, Hey, I, I want to go ahead and get on the counter. Cause you know, uh, I'm not as familiar with, they said, you know, that's going to fill up and I want to be able to get my shooting in. So, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, it, it's so exciting. I'm so, uh, it's so cool that we are, uh, about to get there where that's going to be opened up. And I think that's going to be not only great for the community and for the local industry and, you know, people that are going to be able to take advantage of, of Bluff City Outdoors and, and the new offerings there. Um, but it's going to also open up, you know, we're going to, I bet we're going to learn some stuff here on the show about other areas of the great outdoors that we you know, oh, yeah. don't get a oh, chance yeah. to, uh, you know, get into we, uh, or have had a chance to get into in the, in the first couple months of the show. So uh, it's going to be super exciting stuff. So make sure you're keeping an eye on that at bluffcityoutdoors.com. And, of course, right here on the Bluff City Outdoors show, we'll keep you updated and uh, uh, let you know when all of that is available for you out there at Bluff City Outdoors. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we get back, we will talk to Alex Nagy. He is the tournament director of the Alton Catfish Classic, and he will join us next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoors Show here on 101.9941 News Talk STL. Of course, brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors in Alton. The owner of that store, Mark McMurray, is my co-host. He is here with me. Uh, This show is also brought to you by the... Farmers Co-op, Old Town Country Store in historic St. Peter's on 2nd Street there, right behind the QT at 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. They have a huge line of products and services that can help you in so many areas. Uh, If you are working outside in the yard, if you are working in the garden, if you have uh, a property that has a body of water on it, like you have a pond or a lake, they have products and services that can help you make sure all of those things stay healthy. Uh, they have all the products you need, like grass seed and fertilizer and everything you need for the garden. And then they have services like soil testing to make sure that you are uh, you know, getting the success as you are working out there in the yard. Uh, make sure that you uh, 
are planting in the dirt that's actually going to be productive for you. Uh, and then things like animal care, anything from farm livestock to the uh, family pet, they got you covered there, uh, and so much more. And you can learn more about them at oldtowncountrystore.com. All right, this segment, as we mentioned in that uh, last, in the first segment of the show, uh, we are going to talk to Alex Nagy. He is the tournament director of the Alton Catfish Classic, which we had just talked about also, uh, and uh, always looking forward to. And believe it or not, we'll be here before you know it. Uh, he is also uh, with Twisted Cat Outdoors, and I think that's how you guys hooked up, Mark, because he does Alex does tournaments, and then this yeah, he does like tournaments. A- and he actually, when I was running my little co- catfish on the confluence, uh, he would come actually came down and fishing. So that's actually where I fished those tournaments. Gotcha, uh, because he really and, he, and then he had own. the expertise to help yeah. out uh, tremendously with the uh, with the classic. So yep, match yep. made. So that, that's where I met him. Perfect. And uh, Alex Nagy joins us on the line now. Alex, great to talk to you, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. It's uh, it's a beautiful Friday, and actually got a big tournament tomorrow in Cape Girardeau. So nice. I don't really stop moving. It's just <laughs> tournament after tournament. I bet. <laughs> and and I so we've talked to, uh, you know, fishermen almost every week on the show here for the last several weeks. Uh, last week we were talking uh, primarily crappie fishing. Our buddy Mike Marfell, who is a regular on the show, is a uh, is a local professional bass fisherman. Obviously, Mark and a lot of the um, guys that uh, are in Bluff City Outdoors on a regular basis are out there fishing for catfish, and it doesn't seem to matter the species. It doesn't seem to matter even the area, especially at least around the Midwest. It seems to be a very great year to be out on the water. Numbers are up. People are having a lot of success. Are you seeing that in your tournaments? Yeah, no, I see it, I mean, all around. I mean, uh in catfishing, you know, the sport's been growing rapidly, as Mark probably could would agree, the last several years. Actually, since I started about eight years ago with Twisted Cat. And like I said, this just every year it seems to get better. The fishing's getting better. I think more people are really learning and ha- learning how to target these fish. You know, there's more guides out there. Um, and it's cool to go out and catch, you know, an 80, 90, 100-pound catfish. <laughs> um, it it kind of changes your life like it did mine. But no, I mean, it, it, it's really cool. I'll have one of my biggest tournaments um, in Cape this weekend. You know, the numbers are going up. Um, and like I said, people are really starting to learn how to catch these catfish. It's kind of a, a, a rapidly growing sport. So I love it. Yeah, so th- that's that's really interesting because it's something that we've talked about for a while now, and it seems to have uh, started around the pandemic time when when there were so many places closed and and you know people couldn't do their their typical activities seems like many people around the country and certainly in this area uh, kind of either discovered or rediscovered uh, the great outdoors and going fishing and we've seen like Mark has said you know we've seen a, an uptick in fishing licenses which is something that was consistently sort of a trickling down for years and years and years and now for the first time in a long time that number's swinging up and you know we I met the lake of the Ozarks a lot and over the last couple of years you I mean you the the you can see there's so many more fishermen on the water not just not boats like people fishing so it just seems like there's so many people like coming back or discovering for the first time uh, fishing and falling in love with it. And do you think that that has a lot to do with why the success is up? Are there, are there more people uh, engaged in there than that 
provides more information flow and things like that. I mean, why has it seemed to be a turnaround, not only with people coming back to the sport, but the the success of the sport? It seems like people are, are catching more fish than ever right now. Yeah, and I think, you know, like the main thing is back when I got started, I think I, I looked yesterday on a Facebook post that I was, uh, a memory came up and it was 11 years ago. I think to yesterday where I caught my first blue cat and before then I was just, you know, I went out and I, I did pleasure boating and all that. But once I got out there, a buddy took me out and it changed my life. And then I sold that boat. I bought a sea arc, which is kind of a pleasure boat and fishing boat. And I kind of did both. And then as it grew, I just, I got more and more involved. And then I started doing tournaments and then learning. And then like, I guess once you get that, that first fish, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it really can change the outcome of how things change. And, and my goal now, and I think Mark's goal is, you know, I love going fishing, but I, my enjoyment now, instead of me catching that big fish is getting somebody else to catch a fish. Like that's, that's awesome. And then, you know, a lot of people have, you know, they catch that fish, they get involved and, you know, and Mark can correct me eight or 10 years ago, there was maybe, you know, Ryan Casey was probably the only guide in the area. And I mean, now he's got, five or six boats under him there's other guides there's probably 10 options in the st louis area yeah there's for a guide so i mean yeah, people that don't know about right can go out i mean how cool is that i mean it's i still want to go out i've been doing it 10 years but i'd like to go out and learn some stuff from you know ryan and some of these other guides too you know that do it every single day but you know st louis area this alton area is like to me the mecca of catfishing mm-hmm. like it's really cool that we have that here and I think that's also what's helped it grow is a lot of people getting into it, the guides, people that are really pushing it, getting people outdoors. And I think with COVID, that helped it tremendously. Yeah. You know, they had nothing else to do, so they go out, they get hooked. And like I said, it's still, even with gas prices, like I have not seen anything slow down. I mean, it's, yeah. like I said, I, I'm going to have probably close to 70 boats from 10 or 12 states just on a tournament trail in Cape Girardeau this weekend, which is just phenomenal alton classic's been sold out for six seven eight months yeah. uh we gotta we it's just it, since it's day on one fire. yeah it yeah really that's I, I i love that story and i've told mine before about you know i when i was a kid i my my dad took me fishing my grandpa took me fishing and it was a thing that you know it was it was something that we did but then when i was a young adult and i was first getting into radio and doing other things I, I stopped and I, you know, and throughout my twenties, it was it was not something that I did hardly at all. And then I had that moment kind of what, like what you just said, that so many people have had, I was at a, a, a buddy's house who had a farm pond and had a, had a couple of rods and, and reels sitting there. And I was like, is there any fishing? You know, we're just messing around. And, uh, uh, I, I was, I, I was using a, a hula popper topwater bait and had this two pound bass hit it and reeled it in, and that was it. It was like I was fishing every weekend, every chance I got after that, after not doing it for a long time, because I, it, you, you, you have that, that awesome moment, and then you remember why this is so cool and so much fun. Bark, when it comes to, like, because this is something we've talked about a lot, but we've never really, we've never really sectioned it out. Do you think it's more of the boom is people – rediscovering the great outdoor like re like having moments like i did where they fished before and it kind of life kind of happened and there was so much distractions and then they rediscovered it for some reason or is it brand new people to the industry or is it half and half so yeah it's it's a combination i mean but it's definitely 
you're seeing a huge influx, I think, in of young people that have never mm, done good. it at, at all. So, I mean, we, we get a lot of young, young you know, I'm going to say young, you know, in that 30 and under, mm-hmm. you know, they're just uh, they're, they're just getting out there for the first time of their life, you know. And I think you're seeing a movement away from a lot more indoor activity. But then you get people that fished as a kid, got into, you know, raising families and, and you know, kind of life gets rush, rush, rush. But then, they, you know, now they're in their 40s and 50s and they're saying they're rediscovering it. So yeah. it, it, it's definitely happened, happening like that. And then I just also wanted to note, too, you know how you felt about that two-pound bass? Mm-hmm. I just think about it. These guys are out there using <laughs> two-pound skipjack for right. bait. You know? I know. And trying to catch a hundred-pound fish. Yeah, like, so. yeah, that's uh, that's in I, perspective. I get the – I have definitely – gained a much bigger appreciation and understanding and desire to catfish since getting to know you and Alex and and get to attend and be a part of the classic over the last few years like it's been I get it like I totally get I grew you know my my grandpa and my dad were bass fishermen primarily maybe crappie a little bit um and then you know every now and then throw a catfish line in or whatever um, so it wasn't something that I was that exposed to. And then, but over the last few years, like seeing those big fish in the tank and yeah, watching those trucks pull up, I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. This is cool. Uh, that's wild. I mean, it's an adrenaline yeah. rush. And yeah. You know, on that, what you said that Mark was saying, kind of a combination. I agree. You know, I, eight years ago when I took Twisted Cat over for the first two to three, four years, I was really concerned because I was in my late twenties and I thought I'm the youngest guy in the sport. Some, most guys are 45, 50 plus. Like, I'm worried that in five years, I, I mean, the sport's going to die. And I think with social media and the guides and just finally people getting, you know, the word out of, of catfishing and stuff, it's completely swapped. And I mean, now we have this younger generation that's exploding. Um, and it used to kind of be like I always told Mark, it's, you know, I would go to a tournament five, six years ago and I could say, well, here's the top five people. And, and, and I'm not sure in what order. But I guarantee you these are the top five. Tomorrow, I have no idea because people, these younger generation are fired up and they're learning hardcore, you know, with YouTube and Google, and they're going out there and really putting the time in. And now, it's it's you just don't know who's going to win. And I mean, just like at the Alton Classic, we had a lot of new people that did well mm-hmm. in the top ten that really surprised Mark and I. Yeah, and I, you know, and I think the I think the Alton Catfish Classic is a perfect example of everything we're talking about because in a short time, I mean, you guys are you guys knew what you were doing. I mean, you guys were the right guys for the job. But this, like, in just a handful of years, has become one of the biggest tournaments, catfish tournaments in the Midwest, certainly, but one of the biggest in the country, honestly. And uh, and you guys and, and that happened so fast and during a pandemic that slowed everything else down and did and did impact the the classic a little bit but in the long run didn't really even didn't even really slow it down. Um, Alex, can you talk about can you talk about the uh, the tournament the the classic and just that that development and what a great thing it is for the catfishing industry in the Midwest to have this signature event. Um, right here in our area. Yeah, no, it's it's something I've always wanted and kind of dreamed of. You know, when I took Twisted Cat over, you know, it's hard to make trail tournaments big when you have, you know, one every three weeks and it's here and then you're and you're traveling and you, and you try to get that following. So to to, to do one like 
premier event like Alton, you know, when Mark got with me, he's like, hey, we have a chance to do something really big in Alton. I'm like, that's awesome. This can really be something. You know, not only do you have the, the big fish, the Mecca, you know, the, it's growing rapidly in this area, you know, and then we have some great sponsors and we're doing an event that's really no one else in catfishing has done yet. The payback is well over a hundred percent. The fishing's phenomenal that, you know, we're really trying to get the anglers involved and, you know, we have people markets probably over 15 states. And I think we could probably sell 200 boats, but we stop it at a hundred until, you know, because we don't want to grow it too fast um, we, with ramp situations that we're working on. Um, and we're in, like I said, we're trying to build Alton around and, and get some other people involved where we can have better ramps, um, bring more people to the area, you know, from out of town. So they're coming here all year, spending money. But the, Alton has kind of changed not only catfishing tournaments in this area, but around the country. So now you're starting to see other events like Alton pop up in Virginia, you know, in Memphis, in Vicksburg. So it's really awesome to see like how things are slowly changing. Um, and I mean, we always kind of say that, you know, catfishing is the next bass and, and, you know, Bill, I've seen Bill dance this weekend at ICAST and he always says that it's, it's growing like bass was in the seventies. Hmm. Kind of interesting when Bill Dance does that. No kidding, no kidding. That is that that's awesome, and it's and it's such a it's such a like pride thing for uh, I think a lot of people in the area to have this uh, this homegrown tournament have turned into such a destination and such a big deal uh, in the in the industry so quickly. It's just such a cool thing to have uh, have watched happen and uh, to have been a part of. In my uh, little way, uh, Alex Nagy is the tournament director of the Alton Catfish Classic. He is with uh, Twisted Cat Outdoors, and you're talking about uh, you know your tournaments this weekend. Tell us a little bit about Twisted Cat Outdoors, what you guys do, and if and maybe how uh, some listeners could take advantage of your services. Yeah, so Twisted Cat Outdoors is, just, is a is a tournament trail, kind of through the Midwest region, up from you know the Mississippi River all the way up to the Quad Cities all the way down to Helen, Arkansas. We cover that Mississippi River stretch. We go up the Ohio, you know, towards Louisville, go towards Kansas City. Um, next year, we're going to expand to be more of a national event. Um, but right now, it's, you know, you come to Cape, you can show up tonight. We have a non-mandatory meeting tomorrow morning. Uh, you can sign up in the morning. It's a $200 per team, up to three people in a boat. And you go out, catch the three biggest fish, bring them in your live well, uh, put you know, put your boat on the trailer, come through the weigh-in stage. We weigh the fish, we put them back in the water, and then we'll see how you did. So it's 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 cool. We've got a grassroots division that's fifty bucks, hundred percent payback, um, and that's a way. Like my my goal is to get more people involved. And like I said, it's changed where you know a lot of guys are like, well, I don't have a chance. And you know sometimes you just get lucky out there. You know, mm-hmm. I, last year I fished a tournament in Cape. Actually, it was a two-day tournament. Day one, we went out, we had 148 pounds and three fish, which we were in first place. And then day two, we go out, we have 62 pounds. So, you know, some days it's your day, some days it's it's not your day, but, you know, just go out there. And the cool thing, and I always tell people about tournament fishing, is if you go out and you fun fish by yourself on the river and you don't get a bite, then you know what? It was just a terrible day. But if you go tournament fish and you go out there and you don't catch fish and 10 other boats come in and they have the best day of their lives, 
you know, you communicate with them, you learn what you did that day. Maybe you were fishing deep and all the 10 people that did good were fishing a sand flat because the sun was out and you learn those, the, what they were doing and that you put that in your book and makes you a better angler. So, I mean, mm-hmm. tournament fishing, I think really has grown, you know, anglers to be better. And that's what's kind of unique. And like I said, I, I love it. Um, ate up with it and, and just love watching it grow as rapid as it has. That is, yeah, and and it doesn't seem like it's even slowing down, and it's it's great to see this growth uh, across the country uh, here in the area with the with the classic, and you know, and and with companies like Twisted Cat and just the industry in general. It's it's awesome to uh, to see people rediscovering the great outdoors and 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 fishing in uh, specifically because. I think it's just good for the soul. I think it's just good. I think it's just a, a, a good thing for people to be doing in a crazy world. Sometimes it's just nice to get out on the water and enjoy a day out in nature. Alex Nagy, we're almost out of time. Uh, tell people if they want to learn more about Twisted Cat Outdoors. How can they find all that information? Yeah, anything you want to know about Twisted Cat Outdoors, uh, you can get on the Facebook page, Twisted Cat Outdoors. You can go to the website, twistedcatoutdoors.com, Instagram, um, you can look me up, Alex Nagy. Uh, like I said, you have any questions about catfishing or any of that stuff, you know, or just reach out. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to anybody and, uh, you know, whatever I can do to help get people in the sport. And like I said, I was 11 years ago. If somebody asked me what a blue cat was, I said, I have no idea. <laughs> and one guy that I worked with took me out one time and changed my entire life. You know what I mean? And it, it, that's all it takes. And now everything I do is catfishing. That's so, awesome. Kind of crazy. I never would have thought that, but you know, I love it. You know, that's that's, that's a great that's a great story, and I think that uh, more and more people have a a familiar story these days, and that is uh, that's awesome stuff. That's Alex Nagy. He is the tournament director of the Alton Catfish Classic, and he's with Twisted Cat Outdoors. And I'm sure we will talk to him again on the show. Certainly appreciate your time today, Alex, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You See you, Alex. Yeah, great stuff there from Alex Nagy. Got to take another quick break here, but when we get back, it's that time uh, we will give you this week's fishing report from around the area. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoors Show on 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. We'd be on the lake and I said, you tell her we'll stand here however long it takes. Gonna catch all the fish this is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoor Show here on 1019-941 News Talk STL. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Here in just a second, we are going to get to this week's fishing report. I want to remind you that not only can you hear this show every Saturday at 11 a.m. Right now, you can also hear us at 5 p.m. on Saturdays on News Talk STL. So if you're listening and it's in the 5 o'clock hour and you're like, what is he talking about? This show's on at 11. It's like, that's why. Because right now we're on at uh, 11 and 5. And also, you never have to miss the show because of the podcast. The podcast gets posted shortly after every week's show. And you can get the Bluff City Outdoors show podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, our website, NewstalkSTL.com. All of that good stuff. Uh, Also, don't forget about Rockwood Charcoal, another great sponsor of the show. It is full-blown grilling season in Rockwood Lump Charcoal is a locally made product 
that supports local industry. Missouri is the number one uh, charcoal producer in the country. Rockwood Charcoal has been rated for the last, I think, eight years as the number one consumer-ranked charcoal in the country. And so you're not only supporting a great local company, but you are using the best product. And Rockwood Lump Charcoal is available at over 100 area retailers. And uh, you can learn about where the one closest to you is at rockwoodcharcoal.com. All right, my co-host is Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, and it is time to bring you this week's fishing report. Start us off, Mark. Okay, let's get it going. So we're going to go first to uh, Truman Lake uh, from a guy down there, Jordan Lear, good buddy. Uh, crappie, good. Uh, main, uh, fish Main Lake Flats from a, a 16, uh, 6 to 15 feet, and uh, said you're fishing in the water depth of 6 to 12 feet down using minnows. White bass and hybrids, fair. Uh, fish the main lake humps from uh, 5 to 25 feet using a live shad. Jigging spoons and rooster's tails are still working on the white bass. Catfish, good. Fish the main lake flax from uh, 5 to 17 feet drifting fresh shad. Seems like a shad theme there. Uh, <laughs> walleye, fair. Uh, fish the main lake humps trolling crankbaits from uh, 4 to 15 feet. And black bass, fair. Top water early morning, late evening using buzzbait swapper ploppers and pop bars. 10-inch plastic worms when the sun is up. Fishing the brush pile and points from 5 to 15 feet. Lugo, good. Use red worms under a bobber around the boat docks and the chunk rock banks. And then from uh, Carlisle, Jake Naley, uh, another guide out there. Catfishing, good on the on the lake. Been drifting over the channel ledges with fresh shad. Uh, small and big baits have been producing. Uh, shrimp, triple S stink bait have also been working. And then crappie, they've been on the brush piles uh, in 10 to 15 feet of water. Minnows and small hair jigs have been working great. White bass on the shallow flats, heavy, and they're, they're feeding on tons of shad. Mm. And then we'll go down to Wren from uh, Jason Dudley and also another guy down there. Uh, crappie are still on fire, fishing in uh, 8 to 14 feet and using plastics in the timber. Catfish are being caught drifting uh, on shad and shrimp. Bass is very slow. He said the BFL uh, tournament was there last week and only took 10 pounds to win. That's pretty slow for those guys. Yeah, well, it's because the crappie have apparently taken over taken over Red Lake <laughs> because the reports that we continue to get from uh, the crappie fishermen at Red Lake, it sounds like it's just like it, it's, it's something special this year. Like yeah, it has been about that way for about three years. Now. Yeah, it is the place to go. Uh, all right, let's move around. Local rivers and lakes from Eric Morey. Bluegill, blue is on fire using crickets, has been working awesome. Channel cats in the lakes drift fishing near the edges of river and creek channels has been the hot ticket using cut bait and shrimp. Also, uh, that sentence got cut off. We're yep. going to stop right there. Crappie are, are really uh, keying in on the shad fry with some very nice fish being caught in open water. White bass are hitting well and are schooling around the shad as well. Largemouth bass are still hitting well on a variety of lures from crankbaits to soft plastics. And our buddy Mike Marfell out at Lake of the Ozarks says water temp is 84 degrees. Very little flow now that Truman is leveled off. They will still pull water a few hours in the peak of the heat uh, usually between 2 and 5 p.m., so this has created more bass to move off the main lake and back into the coves and creeks. That, in conjunction with the recent full moon and bluegill spawn, has pushed some uh, more fish up shallow. So you can catch them both shallow and deep right now, uh, which is typically says of Lake of the Ozarks summertime. Target those shallow fish with a Texas-rigged brush hog in green pumpkin and add some chartreuse dye to help imitate 
hate the bluegill. <laughs> that, the scientist, Mike Markfell, always up to uh, his tricks. Skipping and pitching a jig line in same weights. And again, then bluegill inflating colors around shallow docks. Square bill crankbait can work as well around that shallow cover. For the deeper stuff, points, bluff ends, deep brush in 20 to 30 feet. Go with 10 to 12 inch worm. On a 3 8 ounce uh, slip skinker with a 5 aught to, or a 6 aught hook. So that is what is happening out there, and it uh, continues to be a very busy time. How are we? I lost track of my time. How are we? What do I have left here? Uh, Ish. Two and a half minutes. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so, Mark, the um, uh, something that a, a word that has been used a couple of times in the in the uh, fishing reports over the last few weeks has been whopper plopper. I've heard the some of the guides or some of the guys giving us the reports mentioning that. Uh, I I I believe that's a, a one of these bait or one of these lures that has sort of gained popularity just over the last couple of years. Are you seeing that out of Bluff City oh, yeah. Outdoors? And yeah, is there that's... any other thing that pops into your head as being like the 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 fad of the day right now that people are? So the whopper plopper just you can't, it's it's a popper. But it's the tail spins it, and, and so it's a just mm-hmm. a different, yeah. it's a different look and different action. It's and, fun. And it's, it's fun to fish, and I've definitely had success with it. You know, it's but it's I still didn't. Popping. I never cast one until two years ago, probably. Yeah, not really seeing anything that came on. That that came on uh, three or four years ago, and really yeah. came on strong. Yeah. And uh, so now there's the imitations. You know, that's sure. the biggest copy and. A sport I can think of. Sure. So, but yeah, n- nothing really jumped out this year. That's that's kind of like that. That stuff seems to come on every three or four years. You'll have something that just is totally different, and uh, then it kind of revolutionizes the the thing. I mean, the chatterbait did it like twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Now every brand makes a chatterbait style bait. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's. Uh, you, you see that about every four or five years, something new comes out that's just totally different. It seems like it's, you know, there's always going to be innovations in the lures. and But it, right now it seems like the focus for growth is on the electronics. And we don't know. Oh, that's like, huge. That's something we'll dive into maybe a little bit uh, next week because we're almost out of time. But that is, would you agree with that? Yeah, that that's, that's, kind that's, of been, where, that's been the revolution here yeah. the last three or four years is yeah. that live scope. Good stuff. That is, that is Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, and this has been the Bluff City Outdoors show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Check out the podcast if you missed anything, and uh, thank you so much for listening to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL.